All right, start over. <laughs> uh, we're recording. We're recording. We're Without recording. a guest, we're, as Dak Shepard would put it, flightless birds for today. Oh, David Farrier. What? That's the flightless bird, right? I don't know. Actually, I've never listened to that podcast. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just kind of assumed that that's what he meant by Flightless Bird. No, it's a top one. It's because David Ferrier, the uh, journalist and documentarian, is from New Zealand. And the dodo, no, the kiwi, sorry. The kiwi is the national bird of New Zealand. And he was marooned in America. And so he couldn't fly during COVID. And so he was like a kiwi in America, Flightless Bird, David Ferrier. I was I was so far <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I should do slight bit more research before name dropping things like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to come up with a name for these little segments as well because I think our idea is to start implementing a couple episodes of just Jack and I talking. So whether you guys like our voices or not, you might have to get a little more used to them. Um, if we go guestless and kind of just talk about like uh, what we're doing right now in school, we'll give a little bit of background on us and stuff and like our application process because I know there are a lot of people out there that are listening for advice on how to get into school and I feel like us being only two years out of that application process have a lot more advice to give. Um, and so if this is something you guys are interested in, just let us know. I think we're going to try and do it a little bit more if that works yeah beautiful we uh we just got our hands on a little recording setup here at school we just figured out from our from our boy in the tech office uh so we just gotta reserve that and then we'll have nice beautiful crisp sound straight into your eardrums no more airpod audio so our apologies on that one that was that was a tough uh a tough winter break situation or we were a little bit out of sorts with our microphone equipment. Yeah, uh, Dustin from Online MedEd put us to shame with his recording setup oh and his nice audio. It sounded so good, and I sounded so bad on the audio. I felt so bad, but it was still a good interview. Now, you said going guestless for this, and it, it gave me an idea. Should we call it going commando? <laughs> Are we going commando? <laughs> All right, these are our commando episodes. Um, Jack and I just, (laughs) yeah. All right, all right. We can we can continue to spitball. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) Going commando. I like that one. Um, Okay, I think I think catching people up to speed on our current situation is probably the best. use of our time at the moment specifically we're eight weeks out from step one man. well actually let me check my oh man my countdown here i'm like eight and a half weeks it's 63 days oh, God. out 63. which you know is a lot of time it's not a prime number but it's not a lot of time it's a kind of a gross number isn't it <laughs> i don't <laughs> like that number well wait it's just divisible by 21. That's pretty easy. Like, it's kind of a nice number. I guess. Um, but, yeah, so we're head down in the books. We have an exam in two weeks as well. 
we take that exam and then we hit dedicated study time, which means we have six weeks of no classes, straight study. Uh, and that's what I hope to use to finish all 4,000 U World questions, <laughs> as well as the 36 hours of uh, Pygmonic that I have to do, as well as the 45 hours of Boards and Beyond that I have to do. So I'm in prime category situation. I'm in a I'm in a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a good spot. Oh, I think you forgot about sketchy too. I think you have some sketchy. Mm, I do have sketchy. Well, the good thing is the sketchy videos are only 30 minutes each and there's only like a, a hundred of them. Yeah. So yeah. you turn up the speed. Well, so, that... so, so here's the good thing though, is that we have classes this block. So this test that we're taking in two weeks um, kind of goes hand in hand with a little bit of the microbiome that Sketchy teaches and some of the farm, um, which means I have been keeping up with at least a good bit of Sketchy up until now, which is kind of nice. And so it's forcing me to study for step at the same time as studying for this exam. Unfortunately, there's definitely some material that doesn't uh, line up with step, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think this could be a good point. Do you think you could take us through which each of these resources, um, what you like them for, the kinds of things that you get out of each of them, whether it's like Boards of Beyond, Sketchy, uh, U-World, um, just for people that aren't in med school yet? Like, what do you like each of these for? Yeah, I think... So UWorld, I used for the MCAT a lot. I don't know if you use UWorld at all for the MCAT. I didn't, I didn't know about it. It was awesome. It was like like that was the one thing that was worth the purchase because like Kaplan, I I got the book secondhand, um, which was nice, so that you could like fifty bucks for the seven book set. Um, that stuff you just need to read and use that to supplement. But like UWorld question based stuff is the only thing that really prepared me for those exams plus like the full lengths obviously but um that's what i'm starting to do now because i feel like just if you pepper yourself with enough questions there's nothing they can really throw at you that you haven't at least kind of seen at some point uh so that's more of a leading up to the exam type of deal whereas anki which that word just Makes me laugh at this point because it's like an addiction. <laughs> it's I was so anti Anki coming into yeah, me too. So anti Anki coming into med school, and I used to make fun of that word and how much people did it. And now I do literally six hundred cards a day, like a psychopath. It's magic. It is though. Like it, I'll memorize stuff so much longer because you just see it. Whatever their algorithm is for how often you're able to see it and how like much exposure you get to it is so nice. I memorized stuff that I watched in a sketchy video three months ago, and it's like I learned it yesterday. Yeah. Um, so that's more long-term kind of seeing everything. I'll sit down in the morning, do my whatever's due for Anki, and then get that out of the way. And then I'll crush a couple sketchy videos, obviously. Uh, those are like <laughs> – those are just sit, stare at the screen, and then do flashcards for them afterwards. Yeah. It's a lot of 
attempting to actively learn while zoning out and having to rewind because I put it on too fast, like two times speed, and my mind doesn't keep up with that. So it ends up being a one times speed anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, sketchy, um, especially if you're like a, a visual learner. Oh but I'm all I'm all visual. I'm all visual. I was a big picture book kind of guy. A huge <laughs> picture book. So so these are just like pure pictures. And we talked a little bit about this with um, one of our, our previous guests when we were talking about memory hooks. Um, and we talked about how you can memorize things so much better when you have something to apply it to. So what this does is Sketchy creates a different scene for every microorganism or every drug or drug class and then within the drug class it has a bunch of different things within the picture that help remind you of what the different drugs are in that class what the side effects are what the mechanism of action is and like literally in 30 minutes you're able to memorize more than you would by staring at a table for an hour hour and a half Um, so if you're like me and you really like pictures and visuals and stuff like that and you need someone else to teach you how to learn sketchy is a good one and if you uh, just want to watch like a trippy story with some crazy stuff going on, sketchy is the spot. It, um, yeah, it's so funny because when you talk to people who have also maybe learned about, let's say, like a anticoagulant, something having to do with like heparin and other thrombin uh, targeting drugs, um, <laughs> you start to talk with the person who also watched the video explaining the mechanism, trying to explain to them that thrombin is like this beaver in a video and there's hunters out there and they're all in a river and doing all this stuff. And so it's so funny to hear like the explanations of these uh, super like biochemical uh, pathways in the frame of Sketchy's story. It's super funny. Um, Okay, so that's cool. So the Anki, you're doing all this review and it's helping you memorize Sketchy is a great uh, memory hook and visual tool. What about um, if you're trying to cover like content um, and getting like a foundation there? Yeah. Okay. So I like this. I like kind of like our direction with this because this could be an episode for like advice for people that are trying to get their step one studies going or their med school studies going because all of that is such a different type of learning from what you're used to when you get to med school it's completely different than what you do in undergrad when you get to second year and you're starting to study for step it's completely different from what you're doing in your first year so i guess if like i'm going through what people from the grades above us are telling us to do and what i've seen has been working already even though we're literally still two months away from the exam um the best thing that I would say to do is kind of through first year and second year, do that Anki to get the long-term memorization and also like actually learn the stuff first year because like, <laughs> like there are times when you have to cram and you just have to get that knowledge in for the test. But if you can learn it long-term and it's so much easier for you after like to go back through it a second time, because when you learn something for the second time, it it comes back way quicker and if you learned it really well the first time you only have to review it one more time and it'll come back quick so like when you have the type of information load that we need to know for the second year test it's so much better if you actually learn it 
the first time around and then you can do Anki with it to to make it stick a little bit better when you're doing micro and farm throughout try and watch a sketchy video that's related to it because even if you have to watch it again like same deal it's going to come back so much better um and then boards and beyond we talked with dr ryan on the on the podcast i mean great learning tool we use it for most of our lectures at this point um it's a great way of kind of converging the information into one outlet and it's the same idea with online med ed or with pathoma um a lot of these other resources that are doing a similar thing just in different ways so each one might be tailored to your learning preferences a little bit better uh, so you got to kind of figure out which one you like the most and stick to that. I think, I think that MedEd does a good job of streamlining everything, whereas Boards and Beyond does a good job of diversifying and finding all of the different things that you might need to know for step. And then Pathoma is the opposite where they really can find like the concise information. There are only like 12 chapters, but the 12 chapters are really high yield stuff. Um, so it really depends on how much time you have, how in depth you want to learn everything, all of that good fun stuff. Yeah, that's a, it's, it's a crazy amount of information, but it's really important that we learn it, of course. Um, so how does your schedule work then? Like, how do you balance this step studying and then all the class time we have? Like, what is your, what does your week look like? Like right now, over the last couple of months. Yeah, you don't balance it that well. Um, I feel like you have to really force yourself to go do something active throughout the week because, like, if you're not doing something active, we've said it 100 times, the mental health isn't going to be there. It's going to snowball. So primary thing, keeping yourself sane. Figure something out that works for you that you like. doesn't have to be exercise. Like if, if you're really into knitting – you, you haven't you haven't knit for a long time you know just go home sit down do 20 30 minutes a day um for, <laughs> bad example but the point is made um for me it was like i have i grew up playing hockey i haven't played hockey since my freshman year of college i played a little bit of club um and i was losing it this year so i joined a a recreational men's league like random team totally new guys i never met them before joined the team um it's like it's brought me back like i don't know it's it's crazy to re-experience a sport like that and after yeah also some fun stuff um but <laughs> uh it's just i don't know find something that really makes you happy and set aside a day for it a week some or sometime every day for it because if you're if you're only doing this material you're going to come to hate it and if you're starting to hate it already like this is what you're going to go through for your whole life there's no point in doing that and it's if you do it the right way it's really really fun stuff to learn and it's really useful and it doesn't have to be grueling so that's number one I set aside at least a little bit of time every day to try and work out. I'll probably go to the gym three times a week, and then we have soccers on Fridays, yeah, baby. which is awesome, and then hockey on Sunday nights. Um, I'm a bit of a Tier 5 Cromwell legend now in the men's <laughs> league, so if you guys hear my name out there, <laughs> it's probably because I'm an all-star. Yeah, I want nothing else. 
uh, <laughs> no other reasons why you'd be known no. at this point. No, 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 no. Um, so outside of that, I'll wake up. I'll either do gym in the morning or if I have like a long lunch break, I'll do it then. Otherwise, I'm starting my day with Anki. Like I said, do all the cards that are due. And then I'll try and do a little bit of content review. So I'll do whether it's like three or four sketchy videos plus a Pathoma video or maybe one day we're about to learn something in class that has to relate to uh, personality disorders. So I'll go through and I'll watch half of the psych videos that are on boards and beyond and then um there are really good anki decks that are out there for free that you can download uh on reddit i think the main two that people use for step studying are on king and light ear um and that's again just preference but what you can do is you lock all of them and then as you watch videos you can unlock those specific sections and then that gives you like more cards to do every day, obviously, but it's a good way of keeping up with those long-term. Uh, so I'll do a little bit of content review. We do our classes, which again, depends on the day. Mondays and Wednesdays are terrible, but Tuesdays are pretty open. Fridays are pretty open. Thursdays, I do all day clinics. Um, so not a lot of studying there, but that's a lot of opportunity to like actually implement the stuff that you're doing, uh, which is getting me very excited for third year. Oh yeah. I don't know if you, yeah. Definitely. I think that's been a, like a great opportunity that UConn has afforded to us uh, is this clinical immersion right off the bat. So we've been going to a primary care setting, whether it be uh, in geriatrics, family medicine, internal medicine, or pediatrics. Uh, we've been able to do that like once a week since we started, which is kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, we've been, I've seen myself get more and more comfortable um, and slowly but surely be able to use some of the information that I've learned instead of just being like a cone in the corner, yeah. like an absolute mannequin, just not <laughs> like, just there. Like, don't ask me anything. I, just, I don't actually know. Well, that's what you get used to when you're shadowing. You're like, I'm going to go sit in my little corner. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch you do your thing. And then I will like try and think about that in the years to come, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was terrified. Like the fact that we had to actually see patients within our first three to four weeks of being in medical school. I came straight from undergraduate. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and obviously like the first couple of times I was in there, I was pretty much a shadowing, but you get to know this physician that you're working with long-term. By November, I was seeing patients by myself, which is nuts to think about. Like four months into medical school, I was able to see a patient by myself. I would come back, give an oral history and a report to the my preceptor, and then we'd both go in. She would do the full checkup, and she'd be like, here's what you did well. Here's what you could improve on. And she'll grill me in the room sometimes, which is, like, the worst <laughs> yeah. thing in the world. But she's so nice about it. Like, I, I have the best preceptor in the world probably. Um, but there, <laughs> there's times where she'll be sitting there and, like, we're still working on our, our differential diagnoses here. So I don't know a whole lot. We're learning a lot more for step, but I still don't know how to implement it that well. Um, there are times where we'll be sitting in the room and we're going through everything and I'm sitting there, I'm in my corner kind of still, um, like watching her work and trying to figure it out. And then like towards the end of the visit, while in the room, in front of the patient, she'll turn to me and she'll be like, so what do you think we should do? Oh, no. And I'm like, 
I don't know. Like, and they'll say, she'll be like, what do you think this is? And I give her my differential. And she's like, okay, it's one of those. It's like, okay, so I'm, I have a one in four shot. And so I give her an idea of what we should do. And she's like, no, but <laughs> it's a good idea, but no. And then has to teach me in front of the patient about like, which is kind of nice for the patient too, because the patient gets to learn yeah. what the disease is, why we're treating it the way we're treating it, like yeah. what exactly the treatment is doing. Um, and at the same time is helping me learn through embarrassment because I'm never going to do that again. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, click is awesome. And I, we get to do that on Thursdays usually all day. Yeah, that's, that's been great. And I've had very similar, very similar, many, 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 uh, experiences of, of being so, so wrong in front of the patient just last week. Um, I remember, so the term is being pimped. That's like the medical term, right? Like what? when, 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 uh, when like an attending asks the med student or the person on rotation, like a question, um, to like gauge their knowledge. And it, I didn't understand what that was for a while. I was like, geez, that seems like a bad, bad thing to say. Um, but it's like, uh, put in my place is pimp. So like the person oh, is putting you in your place kind of with the questions, whatever. Our our preceptors are really really good, and that's not what they're doing. They're just trying to teach yes, you. So big big difference. So that's that's the difference. Um, but yeah, just like last week, I was being asked about certain bacteria that I should worry about if someone has a dog bite, like in front of the patient, and the patient knew, and I was like, I was like, put on the spot. So I was like naming all the. I was like, I don't know, Iconella, uh, Pastorella, Clostridium, Tetanae, and he's like. One of those, same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, come on. Um, so, yeah, that kind of thing uh, is really, really cool because then you actually you don't forget it. Like now I, now learning on the spot, uh, hands-on experience in the clinic has, has been so formative. So that's been really cool. All right, well. What were we, yeah. what were we going on? We were talking about schedule? Yeah, schedule stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So quick run through. Wake up. Workout or Anki? Wake up, rise. Wake up, rise out of bed. Grind. Then Pretty grind. much the whole day. Physical workout, mental workout, and then sleep. And that's it. That's, that's <laughs> about it. Wait, do you eat? Occasionally. Okay. It is actually kind of pathetic, my diet recently, because <laughs> I've gotten called out because I'm still eating dino chicken nuggies sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> And I have regressed back to a childhood of lunch boxes now where I'm making myself <laughs> peanut butter and jellies because I've got to hit the road really quick. You did have that yesterday. Yep, I had a peanut butter and jelly yesterday, and guess what I have today? Peanut butter and jelly? No, pasta. Oh, okay. <laughs> pasta with cheese. But <laughs> now that I'm a big boy and I have a Costco card, I also have a bunch of snacks to go with it. So, <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. You never find time to grocery shop. You got to make time to do other stuff, like actually yeah. live your life and get a haircut once in every three or four months. What you did? I did. I did that. I, you know, I tried to bang out everything in like in a week. I got my physical done. I got my eye doctor. I went to see like got a new prescription. I went to the dentist. I got a, did I say a physical done? I definitely said that. Yeah. 
got it all done in a week. (laughs) I really want people to know that I have gotten my physical. (laughs) And I got two stickers because of it. (laughs) Um, Schedule. 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 Uh, Wake up. Anki. Class. Content review. Through either Boards and Beyond Pathoma or Online Med Ed. Then we do gym. Come back class. Come back to the library. Sit the library for four or five hours. Review material. Take a practice test maybe at this point. Not a full test. Like 20, 30 questions. Uh, go home. Lay down. Watch an episode of something. Read my textbook until I go to sleep. Which is so lame to wow. say out loud <laughs> wow. i know that actually hurt me to just explain That's but yeah no i have a, i have a little nightlight and wow. yeah i'll be sitting there reading my pathoma <laughs> textbook and i'm like oh this is exactly what i had hoped for my 20s you know oh, 23 sitting here <laughs> reading about the compliment system <laughs> uh but yeah so then we're going to do that for the next eight weeks and then we're all going to go on a big vacation and then we're going to start rotations crazy crazy so we uh we at this point we just did our lottery choices for our rotations um which is super exciting i think in the next couple days we should find out about our site uh assignments which is very okay so wednesday which is tomorrow is tomorrow Gee, it's wednesday already tomorrow oh my god that's great um so <laughs> time is Exciting. time is circular at this you point you get put into a vortex <laughs> when you get into medical school like time is non-existent there was a there was a point where i would talk to our friend kiana and every every friday i'd be like hey kiana remember last friday when i said oh my god, it's Friday already, and now it's the next Friday, and then it became a running joke, and then it got really sad, because it was like, every Friday, we were like, how the hell is it Friday? What did we do this week? I think we might all fail a mini (laughs) mental uh, exam (laughs) right now. Um, Yeah, so we'll figure out where we are, and it can be at any of the hospitals within Hartford Healthcare's network, or UConn Health's. Um, and then a few of the Trinity Health System, so like St. Francis and Hartford, which should be really, really cool. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to start that. Oh, I can't wait. It's like the part that we've been waiting for. It's like why we did this whole thing. You pretty much you've learned for two years through these textbooks and these online resources, and then the next two years you actually get to do the doctoring. Like the this whole first part is preparing yourself to be able to do stuff in clinic and we're under three months away from actually being able to do that which is crazy yeah like that's so exciting yeah i uh i'm really excited in each of the rotations we'll talk about it more when we get there and are experiencing it but mm-hmm. a lot of them have different um like not requirements, but the days are different. Like what is expected of you is a little bit different timing wise with your schedule. Um, you know, like surgery is a very early start to the day versus maybe another clinic day. You might be like, uh, on an overnight or moonlighting, doing something like that. I think that's like OB for sure has that, 
which is super cool. I am a little bit worried, though, since things have picked up in the soccer world for me, how I'm going to maintain my nightly games. How many games have you got a week? So it started off slow. We start off with the co-ed league, which it's a yeah, it's an addiction, but it's a good one, and uh, it's a healthy one one for sure. Except it cuts into my sleep because most games are like nine to ten o'clock, and then I'm so so amped afterwards (laughs) I can't fall asleep. So there's that. But we start off with co-ed, which uh, Riley and I are on the same team, and then we had a men's team, uh, which was super fun. One of our a couple of our other really good friends are on that one. And then slowly but surely, people have asked me if I want to play. I can't say no. Join another one. And so, like, two weeks ago, two weeks ago dude, I uh, I think I played six nights out of the week. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Like, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wow. So, I guess that's, that's five. Awesome. But, dude, yeah. Dude, that's, like, a good thing to have, though, because I feel like during the day, you're just I don't know, so locked in on everything that's here, and at least you have something to kind of look forward to at the end of the days rather than reading a textbook to go to sleep. For sure. You know? Yeah, it's been good. The exercise thing is, I mean, you know me at this point. I have, like, such a hard time sitting still. Movement is such a big part of my day. Like, walking in between classes and taking breaks, like, after an hour, 90 minutes between studying blocks, I'm, like moving doing something but you know like you're the same way too little ping pong throughout the day something that breaks up the certain way that you're thinking or using your brain something that you can do um kind of automatically so that's like muscle memory tasks and Mm -hmm. like movement it's it's super important very very cool yeah um oh another big update end of this week nope in two days um we are participating in a event called sono slam kind of a big deal everyone knows it nationally and by everyone nationally i mean the people at yukon um and (laughs) it's a ultrasound olympics of sorts um which again is a very nerdy thing to be excited for but we essentially are going to compete in a bunch of games that have to involve ultrasound and they like try to incorporate other events into it and stuff but you get a team of four and we have just an unbelievable professor here dr megan herbst who sneakily might come on the podcast at some point fingers crossed to teach everyone about ultrasound but she is unbelievable ultrasound because she was getting into it right as ultrasound was kind of hitting the scene and she realized the potential of it and even as ultrasound is growing and people are learning more and more about it she's on the forefront of all of it um and so she hosts the whole what we'll call ultrasound olympics here um and so we got a team of four we're gonna go in we're probably gonna get wiped by the fourth years who have been doing it for a lot longer than us but We'll definitely be sure to give you guys some updates about that because that's a exciting way of implementing a pretty practical thing that's becoming more and more relevant, especially if you're doing like stuff in the ED. It's everywhere now because you can do it so quickly at the bedside and you can check out so many different things. Like we, we did a, a lab this year where we were checking out the eye, yeah. like through ultrasound. We were looking at the different 
like humors within the eye and we were talking about uh, like pupillary contraction and you could see the iris and the the papillary muscles it's nuts it's nuts um but i'm i'm very excited for that actually sneakily yeah that should be very cool that's um i think that's something i don't know about other medical schools but our training in ultrasound thus far seems like it's been um like almost ahead of our time it's been in really like spearheaded by dr herbs like she's 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 so cool she's so entertaining she's a fan favorite here um but yeah we've been able to do a bunch of ultrasound we have a lot of devices here that um you can reserve and and use i think the butterfly ones and then those big stands too hey you can take the which butterfly been, ones home yeah you can rent them out from the the simulation center here it's so cool and you're right like it is huge in emergency medicine now. It's like such a practical tool. So I think that gives us a great advantage. So that's super cool. Yeah, Sonos Slam, baby. Bring home the championship. I wish people could see what we're doing with this like <laughs> setup right now because we have one flexible microphone. <laughs> like we're sitting one. across from each other on the table. And just passing the microphone back and forth because we have no other setup, but it's going to sound better. So anything for the fans. Oh, massive shout out. I'm going to say this in the next one too. Actually, I want to find the exact ranking. We just broke the top 110 podcasts <laughs> in Taiwan. Let's go. So. <laughs> shout out Taiwan. Yep, 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 yep. I think we're the number 109th ranked podcast in Taiwan, which is a That's big sick. deal. <laughs> I think. We have accumulated a, a couple hundred listeners, which is kind of crazy to think about. We have people from all over the world right now, which is nuts. <laughs> it's so odd. Like, I love it, but it's really crazy to think about someone else listening to our voice who's a 16-hour flight away. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't, like, we haven't really promoted it yet, you know? Like, we, we still can make an effort to to get it out there in different ways hopefully we'll see a boom but yeah maybe we should go visit our fans in taiwan let's do it let's do it we'll apply for a travel grant um so big shout out to all of our listeners which include people in the u.s united kingdom japan taiwan canada jordan greece india egypt qatar and austria now do you think any of these countries that are represented there are people that are just stealing our voices or do you think they care about what we have to say like are we being turned into bot voices somewhere that'd be kind of sweet i'm about it <laughs> if you get a random call with either of our voices asking for credit card information give it to them, give it to them. <laughs> it's us it actually <laughs> we're, we're looking for funding for microphones <laughs> for this. <laughs> oh, and get microphones. <laughs> um, but yeah, we appreciate all of you, all of you guys listening, everyone who's promoted the podcast a little bit. We really haven't done any promotion of our own, which is something we should probably try and get on a little bit. But we try and keep this like we don't want to do sponsorships really at this point. It's something that me and Jack are doing just 
because we love doing it and we like to talk to people and we like to get the information out there because it's help for, helpful for us and we know it's going to be helpful for other people. Something that we've learned is that if you have a question, it's highly likely that somebody else in the same situation has a very similar question. So I don't know. I think that was kind of why we started it and it's nice to see that people are actually kind of latching on to it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. This has been so cool. So fun. Just to mess around, talk a little bit, talk to some really cool people. From the basement of a lab <laughs> in Boston to the basement of a lab in Yukon. <laughs> what more could we have asked for? You know? <laughs> um, but all right, I think we're going to wrap it up. We'll, we'll try and get a couple more of these in there, just like status updates, things we can teach you guys as students. If you guys have any questions, anything you guys want to talk about, shoot us an email. Emails are always in the descriptions. Let us know. Let's do it. Let's do it. Electric. All right. Is that it? Wrap? Wrap it.